Hello and welcome to SMPD, where each episode we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton and with me as always is my partner in pods, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode we are looking at Around the World with Willie Fogg. Yeah, now I... It's, it's very rare we distinguish between your picks and my picks. Um, when this one came up, I could not have given two fucks. Really? To be honest. Um, Was this my pick? Yeah. I don't, rem- I don't remember picking this. Um... I wouldn't have just because I I think I watched like two or three episodes when it when it was on and I was younger and got bored shitless. Ah, okay. Now yeah. see, I watched a lot of Willy Fog, but I'm not sure it was necessarily choice. Well, I mean, it must have been choice because I could have like turned over. Yeah. But it wasn't like I, and we've talked about it before. There, there were shows that I absolutely wouldn't miss. Whereas this was one that I kind of just watched a lot of because it always seemed to be on when I was watching TV. That yeah, makes sense. I think that's fair because I mean it's um, there were only fifty-two episodes of so two, two seasons. Two Is that seasons. all it was? There were, there were twenty-six episodes of um, the Wonder Woman eighty day story, and then there was and like there was, the Adventures of Willy Fogg was, or some shit. It was called, it was called Willy Fogg Two. Is that um, what it was called? I, I remember it having a better name than I think, that. I think they might have redubbed it, but it was known as Willy Willy Fogg Two. And the first half of the series was um, uh, twenty. No. Um, they did do 20,000 years of the Yeah, that was, that, was they a, did, um, that was the third. I can't remember the They other did one Journey was. to the Centre of the Earth. That was it, yeah. So they did um, They did two stories in the um, in the second season, um, just cashing in. It was largely the same formula. Yeah. Um, they just yeah, went, yeah, why not? Fuck it. Um, but yeah, it was all, it was on BBC. Um, and I said, we, we were ITV brats. We always had um, ITV on. So I would have seen this quite sparingly um, at other people's houses and stuff like that. And I just wasn't bothered. Yeah, I mean... It's a, it is a weird one because I remember it, as I say, always being on and it, I was never like super keen about it. I was never like, oh yeah, Willie Fogg is on, Willie Fogg is on. But I do have really fond memories of it. Um, I guess I just always remember it, I don't know, just being mediocre, maybe is the right word. Yeah, um, I, I, w- I was never excited by it, but at the same time, I certainly didn't hate it. Um, having rewatched it, I don't feel much different if I'm honest we'll get into that at the end it's, it's okay it's perfectly serviceable it's a damn sight better than Tailspin I'll tell you that um, <laughs> yeah I think that's pretty fair I mean I picked it up uh, yesterday and they're all on YouTube um, BRB um, yeah totally channel. totally free um, yeah it's BRB the same guys that did Dotanian so yes. it's just as those are free so is this but be prepared for adverts because there are a fucking million of them in the, every episode the ones I watch on the BRB channel when I was watching so a couple of yesterday a couple of today um, there was one right at the beginning and then they just kind of skipped oh you're lucky then I must have had I've seen quite a few episodes of this recently even before I knew this was coming up again weirdly and I still didn't think it was my pick um, but every time I watch it I get like 10 fucking adverts and the, like YouTube adverts what the fuck is up with YouTube adverts like look I know it's algorithms and shit but can you not like look at the audio and find a quiet place rather than cut me off in the middle of a fucking sentence every yeah. time yeah, it's all time-based, isn't it? Yeah, like, get fucked. Like, stop ruining things. But like, also pick ads that are appropriate to what you're fucking watching. Well, I think the ads go on your search history, don't they? Oh, fuck, that's worrying. I think it's all algorithm-based, because I get a hell of a lot of theme park ads. Uh, I get lots of porn. So, yeah, based on your algorithms <laughs> yeah. then, I guess. Um, I, I don't, just for the record. It was lots of sofa adverts, bizarrely, today. 
What? We just moved house. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um, but I yeah. wasn't quite making the leap from porn to sofa there. Or yeah. Not. <laughs> that that could have gone somewhere totally different. Yeah, yeah, it's probably safer. We just move on from that. Um, but yeah, so I I found them. I say they were. I say it's all entirely legit as well. They're proper copies. They they hold up quite well actually. The transfer seems to have done quite well. Like I was watching it on my iPad, so it's a ten inch screen, in HD. And some things you watch, they you know they they sort of shoved into little windows just so mm-hmm. they can get it, so it's watchable, and didn't have that problem. It all looked absolutely bang on. I think certainly with some of these, I don't want to use the word cheap because they they wouldn't have been cheap, but some of these, shall we say, less. Well, no, there's no other way to say it. Some of these cheaper shows. Yeah, okay? cheaper is not cheap. Yeah, some of these cheaper shows, so I'm talking like, you know, not your Disney-produced shows and not your Warner-produced shows and stuff like that. Because they operated, and, and I'm, I am I might be making this up, okay? So if anybody has any better technical knowledge than me out there as to the, the theories of animation and certainly of video transfer, then feel free to correct me. Um, but I do have a little bit of knowledge in this area, and to my mind, I think because these shows animated in in sort of a higher frame than oh, sorry a lower frame count than, than Disney would have so whereas Disney and Warner would be operating on singles and doubles yeah a lot of these operating on far fewer frames so the animation is kind of blocky and choppy to begin with and I think then when you do transfers to high def you don't get the kind of artifact in a drop frames that you do mm. with some of that stuff that's more pristine because it's more noticeable because it was that much more pristine to begin with um, we've talked before I think it was on the Rescue Rangers episode where I said about the overscan on the video and how bad it was yeah. because they were essentially VHS transfers onto DVD and they're fucking awful. You get yeah. artifact in everywhere. There's a horrible overscan. Um, you don't tend to get that with these because mm. there's, there was less there to begin with. It, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I, th- I think I know what I'm trying to say. I don't know how that comes through, listeners. It might be complete bollocks, but it sounds rational. Yeah. So let's go with it. I, I have probably just made 90% of that up so uh, yeah if that that's, sounds that's good then go me yeah <laughs> okay um, but yeah as we said it's BRB so it's the same guys that dig Dog Tanyan yeah. um, that is evident in the style yes. and the vocalisation and everything um, what I will say though is I feel like the localization of this is significantly worse than the localization of Dog Tanyan yeah um, it, that's not to say it's bad the voice acting is still pretty good to be fair but the localization is just like they, they, they didn't seem to give it. There, there are whole sequences where characters mouths are moving and no one's talking it's like watching and a bad chops talking and nothing's moving yeah um, I think the worst one for it was Bully the bulldog the oh yeah 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 very often you get lines coming out of him and it's, his head's not moving his face isn't moving and it's like oh he was just supposed to be standing there then yeah, no, I don't recall that ever being a problem in Dogtanian. And I'm pretty sure that when having listened, I don't listen back to our episodes, Mark does. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure in our Dogtanian episode, I remarked about how good I thought the dubbing and the, and yeah. the localization was. Um, I don't feel like that's the case here, unfortunately. But then as a child, I could give a shit. Well, that's it. Uh, as an adult. To be honest, I still couldn't give a shit as long as it works, as long as it's not horrendously bad, which it, it absolutely is not. I just don't feel it's up to Dogtanian's. In general, I don't think this show is up to Dogtanian's par. No, and I think that the the problem is that they, they did such a good job with Dogtanian, but they it was a lot closer to the story they were trying to tell, whereas this one they had to kind of try and dumb it down because, I mean, Jules Verne's quite heavy. Yeah. 
and so to try and make it kid friendly and make Hang it. On, did you just fat shame Jules Verne? Obviously, <laughs> he's like that dust corp- now. Dude. That, that corpse is fucking heavy. No, I mean it's it's quite it's quite, it's quite dense material. It's quite it's quite um quite heavily written. Um and yeah, I, th- I think to make it accessible to a young audience and make it entertaining enough, it is quite difficult. I, um, but no, they have tried to follow the same formula these for D'Artagnan. So the first episode just sets up the rest of it entirely. It's no, they spend the time getting to the the bet. So the entire first episode is just getting to the point where he bets um, Sullivan that he can get around the world in 80 days and that's it you've, you know, you've established your characters you've established why people are there so you've established why um, Dicks and Bully are after him because they think he's uh, they think he's the bank don't they yeah, um, yeah. You've, got the, um, you've got the bet with the four um, the four wealthy whatever they are one um, of them's a goat I remember one of them being the, a goat the goat's on his side the goat was the one who said in the first place it could be done and if he was younger he'd have done it himself yeah um, I can't remember his name um but then I've got it in front of me. Crazy look. old goat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, then you've got um, there's like a fox, a stoat, uh, something. You know, there. Yeah, the, the four wealthy people who, who challenge him anyway. Why a stoat? Like of all the animals, who honestly thinks of a stoat? Well, yeah, like, that's right. It's not an animal I think of in everyday life, and it's certainly not my go-to. Even if you're looking at English countryside animals, who thinks of a fucking stoat? Well, that's right. Um, yeah, so Mr. Sullivan's a wolf, who's the guy who makes the bet originally. Farrell, Johnson, and Wesson are the um, the other people who bet against him. Wesson's a stoat, who uh, owns the newspaper. Uh, Farrell's a fox, and Johnson's a raccoon. And then Lord Guinness is the uh, the old goat. Now I did not even clock the fact that one of them was a stoat. I no. just he was a, he was an he was an animal. No, that that's the thing with it, and it's it's where again it's where they've got the similarities to D'Artagnan. Is that they're just they're just random animals. I, I mean, I wouldn't recognise a snoat. Snoat? I wouldn't <laughs> recognise a stoat if one bit me on the cock. Like what? I'd be more worried about why s- you got your cock up by a stoat, to be honest. Well, look, sometimes when you're after a sheep, stoat get in the way. What can I say? Um, I, have you ever seen a stoat? I've never fucking seen. What does a stoat even? I've got a fucking clue. I, I like. I know stoats exist. I, I don't know why I'm hung up on stoats. Sorry, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Why stoats? Like, why not a yeah. fox? Isn't this is a stoat like a badgery type thing? It's it's small. It's more like a. It's a smaller. That's a fucking ferret. Yeah, it's or a that, weasel. It's that sort of. Uh, hey, it's uh, a fucking weasel. It's isn't a it? short-tailed weasel. Right. Why why didn't they just call it a fucking call it what it is? It's a weasel. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I guess the weasels have a bad rap because of winning the willows and stuff. So. Yeah. But yeah, so they made him a stoat for some reason anyway. Oh, stoat weasel. Okay. Things are starting to make sense to me now. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, Welcome to SMPD, where I learn things, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I've completely lost my train of thought. Um, but yeah, so I mean, they, they, that, that first episode I was talking about. So by the time you get to the end of the first episode, they've introduced Willie Fogg. They've introduced um, Rigodon. Right. Here's another thing. Why did they change his name... To Rigodon. Fuck knows. Right? If you're going to change his name, I could understand it if you're like, oh, a kid's never going to be able to pronounce a name like Pas... Is it Passepartout, isn't it? Or Passepartout. Passepartout, Passepartout yeah. yeah. Kid's never going to be able to pronounce that. Like, So you change it for Rigodon, which is not much fucking better, let's be honest. No. I think they did it to make a joke out of it at some point. Um, somebody calls him Brigadoon. I, I, I assumed it because it... Maybe pasta. Maybe we were going for like rigatoni or something. For but... fuck knows. Um... But hang on, no, that doesn't work because he's not the Italian one, is he? He's French, isn't he's he? He's French. It's yeah. the mouse that's Italian, isn't it? Yes. Um. Yeah. 
Tico, isn't Tico. It? Tico's yeah. the mouse, yeah. Is he supposed to be Italian? He sounds like he should be Italian. A lot of these accents are bad. I was going to say, they're, they're very much carry-on foreign accents, aren't they? Yes. You know, the, the French and the, uh, the Italian accents are absolutely fucking woeful. Now, in fairness, from what I remember, the one from, I haven't re-watched loads of it, even though I've been watching it over a period of time. I've watched quite a few, but I haven't come across anything that seems particularly culturally insensitive as of yet. So even though the accents might be bad, it's not like Rigodon's walking around with a string of fucking garlic around his neck. No, that's true. You know, so... I, I guess grateful for small mercies is what I'm saying here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. They're 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 bad, but they're not offensive. No, not to us anyway. But then we're neither French nor Italian. Yeah, true. Nor upper class English. So yeah. I guess we're the wrong people to be att- uh, offended by this, really. So yeah, but if you're, I mean, if you, there's not a lot to be offended by, I don't think. Tell you what does offend me is the fucking singing in the theme song. At the oh, start. The, I'll come on. Look, the theme song I like right. the theme song. It's fucking ninety seconds long. Yeah, I like the theme song because, like all really good theme songs, it sets up the story. I like that. It doesn't need to be a minute and a fucking half. What I don't fucking like is the appalling singing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Now I I don't know. You might be able to tell me different here, but I assume that what they've actually done is taken the instrumental track from the Spanish version and then just dubbed over the singing but they've used the English actors to dub over the singing because the characters are talking so it has to sound like the actors. Yeah. So according to the, the wiki page um, the soundtrack was re-recorded for the English dub um, by Parties Unknown reusing uh, the original music but with new lyrics that are similar to the original Spanish. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, it, it is the original voice actors. You can tell they sound exactly like them. Yeah. Um, Person was probably... Hey Kevia um, was retitled Daisy and became a song about a woman by that name. All six songs uh, from the show were re-recorded in their entire entirety. Um, so I mean, they they've kind of just gone, yeah, fuck it, we'll make it as near as damn it to what we had already, and yeah, it'll be fine. Um, you incidentally you can download from um, Amazon. No way. Yeah. Okay, um, as much as I just said I hate the fucking singing, I am getting that once this is finished. Um. <laughs> It's, it's a good that. song. I like it. What? Buy album for 8.91. For six fucking songs. Other than nine songs, including the bass disco. Oh man, I need to hear the disco mix of Willie Fogg. This is something I need in my life. Yeah, maybe we'll see if we can get a demo or something. Maybe they can support Rod, Jane, and Freddie on their comeback tour. Maybe. There you go. There you go. For anybody who hasn't listened to the Rainbow episode, you don't know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yes, yeah, so, I mean. It's it's quite interesting that like the soundtrack and especially the music that it's the same problem they had with Dogtanian, is that don't be dissing Dogtanian's theme song. No, I'm yeah. not. It's, <laughs> okay, it's, it's the problem we discussed it when we did the episode. Is that it's it was done in Japanese, then dubbed into Spanish. Yeah, or translated and dubbed into Spanish, and then translated into English. So it's almost as if things don't quite fit. Yes, like, with the music, it's not. No, it's barely noticeable. It's just it's just not. No, it's like half a beat out where you know, just where words are longer and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine with all of that. It's the actual. F- they, oh, it's it's, yeah, it's tone deaf. Like <laughs> it is terrible. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know whether we're gonna put the whole thing at the start of the episode. I mean, it's as I said, it's ninety seconds of an intro. No, no, no. We'll get just under thirty seconds at the start, <laughs> just to be legally compliant. 
Uh, unless I get a bit carried away because I like it. Sometimes we go a bit over the 30-second mark, but don't tell anyone. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there was a completely separate outro, which, again, yes. I like. I li- Just because it gives me a bit of variety when I cut these things together. Yeah, like, I, I don't remember the outro. Um, what I was watching earlier um, earlier on today and yesterday, um, it basically sk- it jumps at the end of the episode to the next one. Right, okay, so, I so you didn't, I, get, the I didn't get the outro. The outro's better than the intro, from what I remember. It's much fucking worse. Oh, come on, it's not that bad. Uh, it's not that there bad. Are there are definitely worse. worse intros. Yeah, I mean, they're way better. This isn't fucking Pokemon, but, you know, there are definitely worse ones. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll take that, that's fair. Um, but yeah, so just a bit of background about the show. Um, I say it's um, Spanish-Japanese animated adaptation of Around the World in 80 Days. Uh, produced by BRB International and Televisión Española, uh, with animation by Nippon Anim- uh, Nippon Animation of Japan. It's first broadcast in 1983, uh, and and then um, syndicated in 1984. Um, so I mean, it was it's it's it was very early on. It was around about the time we were very very small. I mean, I I remember watching it as a young child. I certainly wouldn't have watched it. It, it wouldn't have broadcast in the UK in 1983. I can tell you it, that. Initially screened in the UK in 1984 and has been repeated yeah. many times since. So, I mean, so I would have caught it on repeats. I would have been three. Yeah. So I, I I'd, was... I'd have caught it in repeats. The couple I did see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, as you said, it was always fucking on. I mean, always. It, they, they rolled it out every year. Yeah. And like, when you're that age, you don't care if it's not a new episode or if it's not a new series. You just think, well, fuck it, it's Willy Fog. I, I don't think I've ever, like, start to finish seen the whole thing. I, I've seen, like, episodes, but I don't know. Whether it was aired in order here or not, I don't know. I'd imagine it would have I'd imagine it would have had to be. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it, is, it is a linear narrative. It would have to be. Yeah, it is a continuous story. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I can't see how they'd get away with it otherwise, but... Um... Quite how you managed to get less than 80 episodes is beyond me though but the the way this the way they set it up obviously it's the same way they talked about in the in, in the book the way they set it out is that you've got certain much certain number of days travel time yeah you know, which but, is boring i suppose I mean, yeah, yeah this isn't 24 is it so. yeah i mean like they talked about that there was um once you get to however many days it was to sail across the pacific to, to san francisco then it's a week's train to the east coast then it's a nine day for, um ship voyage back to the UK mm-hmm. that's so you condense that yeah that's fucking 16 days without yeah. any other travel where you are just sitting there doing bugger all so realistically unless you're going to tell a story for every one of those days you're not going to have 80 episodes you imagine being stuck with fucking Rigodon and Tico on a ship for like a week I'd want to fucking kill Rigodon I don't you'd have made it to the bastard ship he's I mean, he's not, he's not especially annoying in small doses in these episodes, but Jesus Christ, he can't do anything right. Yeah, but with sideburns like that, no, Fog would have just been picking up ladies left and right. Oh, yeah, Fog was a fucking player, man. Yeah. <laughs> Although, he, they take they got a great lens to spell out that he is a bachelor. Oh, yes. Great lens. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what that's about, but they, they're constantly like, renowned bachelor, Willie Fog. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I never, I didn't quite get that. And so the, the, so the couple I've watched the last couple of days, I've been, going, yeah, they're making a meal of that. I'm wondering if anything's going to come of it, and I didn't get to the end. Now, what I've rewatched so far, I haven't come across it yet. But from what I remember, I well, no, she is in the opening as well. He definitely catches some tail towards the end. Yeah. There is, there is like a, literally, there is like a cat or something. Yeah, Romy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, she appears in episode nine, and then she's oh, in episode three. Like, 
this is me, like a cat or something. They're all fucking cats. Well, they're cats, but then the ones chasing them are dogs. All the good guys are cats, yeah. Yeah, the people pursuing them are dogs, and then everything else is just anthropomorphized. Morphized. Yeah, fuck, I can never say that bastard in words. Um, Mighty morphine power animal, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're all, yeah, they're all just different animals. Don't know. There are bears, there are goats, there are foxes and stoats and Awesome. That almost right. bears and goats and foxes and stoats. Oh my. Yeah. Um, but yes, I mean, it, it's just again, it's exactly the same as they did with D'Artagnan. It's just we'll make a world and there can be people. Or, well, let's make them animals. Why not? I mean, it's more interesting to look at, especially when you're a kid. Yeah. And the thing is, you don't want to, because they're traveling around the world, it would not you. So, well, you don't want to be making stereotypical drawings of Asian people or African people or, and, and sort of making... No, good point. So I didn't, I didn't even by having that animals of different shapes and different colours and different sizes of different species and all the rest of it. Yeah, said, well, yeah they're just animals. Yeah, that's and good. And you, know, you don't make that thing. No, I mean, especially in the 80s, it was quite prevalent. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it would just be... It's just easier to avoid. No, it's a good shout. I, I hadn't even clocked that. Um, but yeah, the good, the good guys were all cats. Like, Fog is a lion, right? He's not yes. just a big cat. He is a lion. He's a lion, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, you make a bet with a lion and then try and sabotage that bet. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, he was a wolf for me. I think they're not... Oh, they're... Yeah, but a lion would fucking mutilate a wolf. Yeah, but no. In reality, yes. But in, in cartoon world, the YouTube can be thinking he's a clever bastard, isn't he? So yeah, I, I'm thinking because he's just a stupid fucking cat. And then, who do you send after him? A dude with one fucking eye. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I'd for, I'd forgotten about um, about him. Um, as I'd see, it's one of those. As I, I, when when we were talking about this last week and so we were going to do this one, I thought well, I can remember what he. I can remember what he looks like, and I can remember most of it. I'd forgotten about. One of the um, main things I can remember is the fucking glint of it, because every time he'd be in a disguise, yeah, his fucking glass eye would give him away. Yeah, that's it, and that's where I'd forgotten about. What a shit about. spy. Yeah. <laughs> At yeah, least wear dark glasses. Well, that's it. As I say, I mean, there was the um, in the the first episode where I think he's supposed to be he dressed up like a deer or something like that on the train. He, he cross dresses in the very first episode. Yeah. Like. Um, and he, no, he's he's no, he's there dressed as this um, as this no upper class deer woman, and goes into the train carriage with him. And again, yeah, it's just this really shit disguise because it it looks so authentic, but you've already seen him before with his fucking glass eye. Yeah. And it completely gives game. And I know kids aren't. Always the most observant and aren't always the most intelligent of creatures. I oh, know it was, but that's no so fucking hit them over the head with it. It was a definite giveaway. Like you see the eye glint, it was like, ah, okay, that's transfer. Yeah. Now, and how did Willy right... Fog not see that? Yeah, that's it. But it was no, it wasn't as if it was going to right. We'll do that halfway through, so we'll you know people get an inkling, but they don't know it. Straight as soon as the fucker's on screen. Yeah, yeah. Look, his eyes glinting. It's transfer, and you're like, what the fuck? Seriously? Also, right, while we're on that, what sort of fucking name is transfer? Yeah, it's pretty shit in it. I don't know if that's supposed to be because he's a master of disguise, so he can transfer his appearance from one thing to another. Maybe that's pretty fucking weak, though. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing I can come up with for transfer, really, because it is piss poor. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's. Yeah. Is there a transfer in the book? I don't think I've ever made it all the way through. In fact, I don't know if I've ever actually read. I don't remember. I've played the game. I read it probably when I was about ten. Yeah. Which, for those of you playing at home, was a fucking long time ago. Um, so I can't remember. I'm going to have to dig it out. Yeah. See, the, this is the thing. I'm sure to generations before us, the prospect of travelling around the world on trains and hot air balloons and shit was thrilling. Yeah. To me, it was just like, 
right, okay, he's going on holiday. Yeah. Where's the excitement here? Well, that's like, it. I mean, this I mean, isn't Indiana Jones. Like, yeah. what, what are we doing? Yeah, no, and it's, you know, we're, we're, we're of a, an era now where long haul flights are you know, the norm. Yeah. So, I mean, how quick could you travel around the world now? Way less than 80 days. Well, you can do Hong Kong in like 16 hours from, from the UK, you can do Perth in 19. So we're talking. You, I, we're probably talking about half the time. Oh fuck! You, you're probably talking like three days. Yeah. Fucking and, hell. And that's with layovers and shit. I don't think you're allowed layovers. Like if you're gonna do it, you've got. No, I mean like airport layovers, not like talk proper layovers. But no. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. yeah while you're waiting while for one flight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, you talk like three, four days max. Yeah. Fucking yeah. What if we what if we said you weren't allowed to use airplanes? I reckon you'd still do it in way less than eighty days. Well, ships are quicker. Yeah. Cars are quicker, so the land-based stuff is fine as long as you don't get. Yeah, you're not riding on shit. fucking camels and shit, are you? Yeah. So, no. Why why I went with camels and not horses is beyond me. I guess. Horses don't do well in the heat. No, well that's what I was thinking of. It's far off lands. Yeah. You know, camel. That's it. Um, Incidentally, who was the first person to decide to ride a like? Who honestly looked at a camel and went? Yeah, that looks comfortable. But I'll sit just between those two giant fucking tits on its back. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, but there's... No, they're probably trying to fuck it. Uh, camels are pretty fucking big, dude. You need a stepladder to fuck a camel. Well, I'm just thinking, though, they're probably... Well, I mean, to... most humans would. But I mean, obviously, not yeah. okay. But... <laughs> I mean, not that fucking <laughs> Really <tall>. not okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, same with any animal. Who decided he could ride horses? Yeah, but at least a horse, I can understand, like, the thinking behind, fuck me, that's fast. If I jump on its back, I can go really fast. I understand that, right? What I don't understand is looking at this fucking slow, plodding fucking camel with two giant fucking mounds on its back. Like, it's neither fast nor comfortable. But if you're crossing the desert, you're not going to stop it, and it's not going to die if you don't give it any water. You're not going to share so yeah, take... but it's not like you can just fucking punch a straw in one of its fucking humps. No, like but, you can, but you can Capri take... Sun. You can... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true, but you can take your own and then not have to share it with the camel. What, Capri Suns? Yeah. And they go warm in the desert. Warm Capri Suns are gross. Yeah, like, I've not had them for a long time, but I think you're right. They are gross. They, they just taste all fucking, especially extra sugary when they're warm. I mean, they're, they're fucking sugary anyway. They're full of E-numbers and shit, aren't they? But... yeah. Don't see us Capri Sun, I'm pretty sure. I'm I think they sure were. They I don't think they are now. I think they're kind of no good for you, or better for you now than they were. Yeah. I think but, everything is now. But, but yeah. warm Capri Sun is gross. And especially because they're in foil pouches, so they really do get fucking warm. Hmm. I think they remember to get quite sticky as well. They get quite gloopy and thick. I don't know. I've, I've always thought of them as quite runny, but anyway, yeah, totally off topic. We're not yeah. here to talk about the no, Capri Sun. So, yeah, so no, we're not sticking a straw in a camel sun like a Capri Sun, but. That's it. You know, if you are crossing a desert, the, the benefit of them is yes, okay, they go a bit slower, but you you're not stop. You know, you don't go stop and give it water. It can just keep on going. Yeah, I guess. But you still need water, and a horse would get you to water faster. But it would need more water as well, so we'd have to stop more. More right motivation now. for the fucking horse then. Like, I don't why does a camel? A camel can just be like plodding through desert. We're like, fuck you! I can go for another ninety odd days. Yeah, you get you get fucked. In fact, if you die. Great, I don't have to carry a fat ass around the desert. Like, that's my camel in a monologue. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, it needs work. Yeah, it's like. Not Woody Allen. No, I, I don't, I just don't get camels. No, it's not really something I've ever thought about, gotta be honest. 
Also, they spit at you as well. Yeah, but so do Scousers. No, <laughs> yeah, that. but nobody's going to ride a Scouser either. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I can't remember if we even got to that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine if you could ride Scousers around them? They'd probably steal each other's fucking trainers and leave themselves on bricks. <laughs> <laughs> and we're never going to Liverpool again. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I can live with that. Um, so, yeah, just completely lost. <laughs> um, I believe we were talking about uh, the bet and transfers glass eye. That was it. That transfer was... is basically the shittest spy. That's it, yeah. And then we moved on to motor transport, I think. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, quite an interesting, it's quite an interesting thing to do. I mean, you don't see it now. You don't get that many adaptations of books of this upscale now. I can't think of one. Not certainly not animated. I can't I'm think not of one that's been done recently. Kids of the the age of this would be named that. I mean, now you'd be you you get these in some of them ten minute chunks, whereas these no, these fuckers were twenty five minutes apart. I mean, what would pass for classic literature to adapt for kids these days anyway? Well, yeah, that's true. That's the worrying but the, thing. But the thing is, I mean, you you a lot of the stories are the same. Things like Treasure Island. You just no, you you'd still do a fucking awesome job of Treasure Island. Yeah, but the Muppets have already done that, so why bother? Yeah, but for that, if that's I mean, right. Muppets Treasure Island is not the best Muppets film, it's far from it. But still, if the Muppets have done it, don't bother. Yeah. They're still going to do it better than you. <laughs> yeah, they, they have Disney money. Mm, yeah. True. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, there there are lots. No, there are lots of stories that you could you could modernize. Disney's done fucking Treasure Island. They did Treasure Planet. Yeah, true. No, well, it wasn't a series; it was film. But yeah, still, yeah, I've forgotten about that. And it bombed. I like Treasure Planet, but anyway, have, off topic. Again. I like Treasure Planet. Maybe we'll talk about that on a different show another day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, there are lots of stories that you can modernise to an extent and redo. Um, as you know, we we do see a lot with film. You know, stuff gets remade all the time. But yeah, with, yeah. with kids' TV shows, it, you either get really shitty CG versions like the new Muppet Babies. Or yeah, the you, trend is CG, isn't it? Yeah, because it's easier to do. Yeah. And you just make a model, and then that's it. You just get the model to move. You haven't got to draw anything again. Yeah. Um, so you tend to get shit like that. But even then, it's not... It doesn't look the same, which is something that you just kind of have to live with. But it doesn't it doesn't perform in the same way. You don't get the same out of it either. No. Um, and I think that's something... That's, it's certainly a gap in the market that... No, that... It, it, Kids TV is crying out for better well, I think, quality stuff. I think part of the problem as well is kids TV now, when this is a, a wider discussion, um, but these shows that we talk about in general existed because kids TV was a thing then, because TV was a thing, and that was how you marketed toys to children. That's ultimately what all of this comes from. Mm. Whereas now, hardly anybody watches tv especially kids because and i'm sure you probably do it yourself as well there's youtube now not so much i mean we tend to do netflix but then, no you do also have no you have dedicated kids tv channels yeah and then, no, we're, we're at a point so we just moved house and the remote for our um our tv box is missing so we're stuck with the, the actual tv and that's fine except i can't remember the netflix password so i can't log in on the tv Ooh. so they're stuck with um cbb's and CITV until I can find the remote. Yeah. Um, and they're fine with that. No? You stick it on and, no, okay, they don't get to pick and choose what's on like they can with Netflix, but they no, you'll have Peter Rabbit followed by Octonauts followed by whatever, and they'll sit there. But yeah. it's not, no, it's not the same because it's not, 
it's not storytelling. Or you have you know, have a story of the week, or you have a ten minute bit, but then that's it. And the next episode you start again from, with something completely different. You don't have these narrative arcs. When you get to shows for older kids, I don't know. I mean, I'm, we haven't got to that point yet. But again, I'm not sure that the appetite is still there, for, or the perceived appetite is there. I mean, to be fair, shows for older kids, we're probably watching anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um. But it. But even with Netflix, like like I I went to YouTube just because of like the Blippy phenomenon oh, and shit like that. Blippy. Um. Thankfully, Blippy is now pay, is now paid, so so we can't watch it anymore. Hasn't Blippy been done for scat videos or something I as no well idea. recently? Didn't he like shit on someone or something? This I, is a genuine thing. I, like, have, I'm not I have no idea. Up, um, like, somebody's found footage of him like shitting on people or something. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Jess discovered it last summer. Um, we bought her a, a Kindle, um, and on the kids' mode, obviously, there's not, it's just kids from kids' videos and stuff. And she she just watched this one over and over again. Where oh, there were two. There's one where he's in a soft play thing, and there's one I've where seen that one. there's one where he's riding a bike. And I've then, seen that one yeah, too. <laughs> and just on fucking repeat all the time. So she went to put one on the other day. Hadn't watched it in months. Went to put one on, and it said, "You have not subscribed to this." I'm like yes. Oh, so I yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Uh, I mean, the mastery of Blippy is his algorithm. Like, it's like my my godson came over for for an afternoon about I've got to be going back four or five months ago now, um, and so me and his dad could have a beer. We threw Blippy on the telly, keep him quiet. Ever since, every time I log into YouTube, I am bombarded with fucking Blippy videos. Yeah, like he has ruined my my yeah. YouTube what you should watch section because it's just full of fucking Blippy. However, in all fairness, Blippy's not all that bad. However, I'm saying nothing about the scat. What he wants to do outside of Red, fuck, you know, what happens between concert and adults. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. My my point was <laughs> we got completely sidetracked by scat and blippy there. Um. That is off in the way. Yeah. Uh. My point was that now this kind of on-demand model doesn't necessarily require kids to be hooked week after week after week in the same way that it did when we were younger to sell toys and shit the kids because netflix for instance you've paid up front yeah like they they could care less if you watch one episode or 10 episodes you've paid for it for the month they don't care True. youtube yeah they're gonna intersperse adverts into it so i guess that's that's the most the most like the models that we would have been used to um, yeah but again the kids can choose is the thing yeah and i think that's definitely part of it like with us we had two channels showing kids stuff you had BBC One, where you had CBBC between like 10 to 4 and up to 5, and you had children's ITV from about the same time until 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And that was it. You didn't have a choice, and if you didn't like what was on, you put the other the other one on. Yeah. And you kind of, it was very rare that you had somebody who was exclusively one or the other, because you know, I don't fucking like it, I'll put the other one no, on. No, it just depended what show was on, Yeah. what channel at what like we generally had itv on but every now and again we would flick over to the other side because it'd be something that didn't appeal i would have days there would be days where bbc and it did tend to go in blocks there would be days where bbc was better there would be days where itv was better mm. it just depended what was on which on yeah true which day i had the advantage of having dj cat as well because we had hooky cable mm. um and dj cat was fairly consistently great to be mm. fair, because that's where you had Mask and Turtles and all of that stuff before it hit Terrestrial. So yeah. DJ Cat was consistently good. That was always a safe bet. Yeah. No. Anyway, uh, Willie Fogg wasn't on DJ Cat. No, it was, on, B- it was, it was on, on BBC. BBC. Yeah. Yeah, it was always on BBC. Back on topic. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Um, 
Yes, I mean, I mentioned this earlier on, there were 26 episodes in the first series. Um, it was, it did well all over Europe, it did well in Asia, America just didn't fucking get it. Really? That surprises didn't me. didn't take off that well in America Because it's, it's, it's fairly conventional storytelling, and it, and it is well executed, it's just that localization that's a little bit iffy, but other than that, I think it's pretty well executed. The animation's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not remarkable, but it's it's fine. It's passable. Um, the storytelling's decent. Like the ones that I have watched, I've enjoyed, and you know I'm happy to watch more. Um, yeah, I, it I, doesn't float my boat in the same way Dotania did. I'll be honest, but it's it's fine. Yeah, I mean I, I don't understand what it was that didn't take. I mean, no American audiences are always a bit hit and miss anyway. Though sometimes, some sometimes things that seem to you know that do really well elsewhere you think oh that'll go over really well and they just don't fucking get it I bet it was the stoat probably what the fuck is that yeah I bet Americans don't have stoats oh they're probably trying to work on how they could kill it yeah barbecue it or something yeah um, but yeah I mean for whatever reason it didn't uh, it didn't quite take but I mean all everything I've read about it um, in in the last couple of days is that certainly in Scandinavia and some Western Europe it was it was the shit it was fucking everywhere. Yeah, I remember it being big. I, I'd argue it's possibly even bigger than Dogtanian in terms of its reach. Potentially, yeah. I think Dogtanian might be a more recognisable character, but I think this show seemed to be on more. It is what I get. You know, whether that translates to it being more popular or not, I don't know. But I, I seem to remember this was always fucking on. Yeah, let's say no. It's it's it is quite difficult. Because, it's quite difficult to work out how because I said they were only. 52 episodes of the two series yeah um, I know we've what we talked about shows that's still a long. year though that's a year's worth of programming so yeah, you can just true. run it on loop for a year yeah that's very true I hadn't thought of that um, but yeah it's just I, say, I suppose yeah when you think about it that way it is quite easy isn't it yeah um, but yeah I mean a lot of the talk for, bizarrely a lot of the talk is how well it did in Finland what else do you watch in Finland? If anybody from Finland is listening, what else do you watch? Probably not Monty Python. Probably not. Um, but yeah, um, so we'll talk about the second series briefly. I, I remember this being done. I don't remember much about it. Um, I remember they'd done 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I didn't remember Dream Inside the Earth at mm-hmm. all. Um, but um, did discuss the first series BRB and TV revisited the franchise 10 years later in conjunction with Wang, Wang film productions in Taiwan so they cut out the Japanese entirely Wang yeah my um, old friends Wang um, great and they Wang and Dick yeah. <laughs> um, series around 26 episodes and consisted of two separate serialized shorts that were based on the original novels um, wait hold up 10 years later yeah set 10 years later or it was done 10 years later done 10 years later I guess so there weren't 52 consecutive episodes that they could no, run. No, only 26. Yeah. But they probably did 26. Then, uh, then started again and run another 26. Yeah. Plus by the time you factor in shit like Christmas and Easter and yeah. stuff where it upsets your regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, makes sense. Um, but yeah, they cut out the Japanese. Um, animation quality clear, no, it's, it's clearly lesser. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's brighter, it's flatter. No, there's no nuance to it, there's no shade mm-hmm. to it. Um, which you do see it with a lot of um, a lot of this other stuff. I don't know why like Taiwan gets a bad rap for stuff that you know, they were doing at the time. Like, we we talked about a couple of like, when we, we were talking about um, uh, Batman the animated series and the, the episodes that got dropped. Again, they were ones that came out of um, South Korea and and, um, and Taiwan. 
and it's just you know there's no reason for it i think it's just they were trying to churn out so much i think a big part of that as well is that the the qc process would have been so high in batman and, and the same with the disney stuff as well that was outsourced like when yeah. that comes back in it's it has to look like western animation yeah it true. won't be accepted if it looks like anything other than um whereas these are quite clearly not western animation yeah true so yeah that's fair um the um the, the second series it reused the, the original music again but with new lyrics to reflect the, the change in premise oh jesus i don't remember there being new lyrics as well yeah so when we get to the second series obviously they're talking about what's going on in this in this particular part yeah so he's not on about tra- that makes sense he's not on about making the bet and traveling around the world and shit yeah um how the hell do you fit twenty thousand leagues under the sea into a song into I, that song even I don't know I guess you just change the um the cells they're dancing around in front of and put some little bubbles in front of their mouth or something yeah I'm more about trying to fit the words in for it though ah you just you kind of make something up right so that's five I think that's seven syllables that's seven syllables okay that's nine syllables yeah I spared you my singing <laughs> Yeah. Or you may, if you turn, if you go back and turn it up, you may just catch the end of it. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't know is the answer. I don't know how they how they've worked it. Um, might be worth seeing if we can try, try and see if we can find it. It's probably on the Amazon soundtrack. Probably, actually, yeah. Right, there. T- so there are two bits that um, I'm gonna go. I can move on to now. One is um, when it was released um, uh, on video in 1995. Um, they were released as three movies. So, um, Around the World in 80 Days, Journey to the Centre of the Earth, and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. All 26 episodes. Um, the first series cut from roughly 650 minutes down to a truncated 75 minutes of heavily Jesus edited shit. Jesus Christ! Um, that sounds horrendous! Yeah, um, and then yeah, the other two as well, knocked down into about 70 minutes worth of film. Fuck me! That's that must be horrible yeah I'm not going to recommend trying to find it I've got to be oh honest. I want those I really don't um, yeah I mean I, I kind of struggled with um, with the episodes I watched so trying to see it broken down in such a way that you don't lose anything I don't understand how they can do it no I don't either um, I mean if that's, if, uh, if that's possible then that is serious credit to the writing in, yeah, in this thing I mean I, th- I think the it, it kind of steps on the point. Obviously, the whole point of doing it in TV is you can put so much more detail in, you can go into so yes. much more depth. Whereas with a film, you, you don't have the time to do that. So to try and cut what you've already done at 650-ish minutes down to 75 minutes, I mean, that's that's some pretty mental. fucking hardcore editing to a point where you think, have you actually left any of the story? That's mental. And there are bits, um, certainly in the first episode, where... Right at the beginning, they, you know, where you've got the narrator going over um, what's going, you know, what's going, where we start from. Yeah. There are a couple of, the, I think it's a repeated frame where um, they're all sort of crowd, they're all sort of crowded in the street, um, and then actually it might have even been in a trailer, um, but they're all crowded in the street waiting for somebody to um, to tell them what's going on and give them an update actually, um, and you've got all these people sort of standing around and nobody's moving. Yeah. And then you go away to something else where, where there's a bit of action going on, and you come back to the same shot, but it's obviously just before they've done the last bit because two people are now two people who were in the previous shot then walk into it, right? 
Um, like things like that, you wouldn't get like you wouldn't get these cutaways and stuff like that. No. In such a heavily condensed version, and I think part of that, and I mean, I, I, as I said, I I wasn't at all bothered about the show when I was a kid. Having watched some of it now, I, I'm sort of saying, oh yeah, actually, yeah, okay, I may have misjudged that. I may have been a little bit harsh. Would I sit through? You know, would I sit down and go through another twenty episodes? Maybe not. I don't have a lot of time. No. But at the same time, I you know I can appreciate what they've done. So then take that and that level of detail and that level of care and say, like, ah, fuck that, we're just going to cut it down by you know, 90%. That's hugely disrespectful. It, yeah, it really fucking is. Um, if they'd have maybe split it across two or three 70-minute movies, then... But then that would totally go against the point of it, I suppose. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a miniseries then, as opposed to a movie. Yeah, but, I mean, there is something to be said for, like, as you said, like, realistically... I don't see myself going back and watching 600 odd minutes of Willy Fogg. I mean, fuck, I'm still getting through Pokemon. So I'm not going to add another one in the mix. Yeah, exactly. Um, But if it worked in 70 minutes, I'd sit down and watch a 70 minute truncated version of it. Well, if you can find it, let us know. Uh, Yeah, if anybody knows, I'm going to have a quick fucking Google when we're done here because I'm interested in this. I doubt it exists on anything other than fucking VHS. Probably. Um, but I, I'm going to try and find this. I'll, I'll spend... Fuck me. I watched Battlefield Earth again this weekend. For, <laughs> like, if I can watch that, I can watch a fucking Willy Fog movie. Yeah, okay. That's a fair point. Um, all right. In, in better news, in 2008, as a celebration of the show's 25th anniversary in its home country of Spain, Willy Fog El Musical was released. Oh, my God. Willy Fogg the musical. I think most of us were ahead of you there, Mark. Yeah, I'm just fucking. <laughs> I think we got the translation. Yeah, I'm just fucking marvelling at it. I, I read this earlier on, um, and I struggled to conceive of a notion where you would need to do that. But that song sung by actual singers would be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm not getting it. Um, but again, original cartoon soundtrack, theatrical performance, featured live actors. Whose names I'm not going to try and pronounce because they're all far too complicated for me. Um, but all dressed up in makeup and masks, and the, I, I'm, I'm picturing sort of Lion King esque um, yeah. staging. Um, it's um, scripted by the original series creator and uh, directed by uh, Ricard Reguant. Uh, the musical ran twice a day in um, Madrid from October 2008. Uh, it was intended to only run until the end of the year. The show's success so it's, so it run uh, until early February 2009. At which point it was so successful, it went on tour around the country till the end of 2009. So what was supposed to be a six-week run went for a year. I want to see that even more than I want to see the Willy Fog movie. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure any footage of that is readily available, and it'd probably be in Spanish. Yeah, I mean, I I can speak fairly decent Spanish. I reckon oh, yeah, I could, I reckon I could probably get away with it. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, that I thought I thought that might uh, might be a bit interesting for you. I mean, it's it kind of baked my sweet. It's one of those you think, well, I don't need a musical on it, but I'm kind of intrigued. I am definitely intrigued. <laughs> um, incidentally, I'm looking for this Willy Fog movie. Um, I don't see it anywhere on Amazon, but there are a shit ton of Willy Fog DVDs, and they are not expensive. So it is free on YouTube, as we said. Um, but like the DVDs are running for like five quid uh the complete collection is 9.99 which is a fucking bargain to be fair for what did we just say 600 
odd well, minutes. Well, that's just the first series. And this, you, is, yeah, this is about... this is for just the first series. The oh, other okay. two are sold separately. But oh, okay. all twenty six episodes is nine ninety nine. Um, they do also have Willie Fogg's Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea and Willie Fogg's Journey to the Center of the Earth, as they have been branded on DVD rather than just Willie Fogg season two. Or are they the movies? Oh, good point. Um, I don't think they are, though, because there's Willie Fogg's Journey to the Centre of the Earth, Volume 1. Oh, yeah, yeah that wouldn't be the movie. The 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea one, maybe, actually. Let's have a look. Oh, he gets costume changes. I forgot about that. Interesting. Um, oh, it's in Spanish. Ah, uh, motherfucker. Um, Sorry, I don't know what that is in Spanish. It's in Spanish, but it's Region 1. Okay. So it's for, well, it's for Spanish-speaking Americans, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, and lots of people in the Amazon comments are recommending it as a good kids' introduction to Jules Verne stories. Okay. I think you're missing the point, really. But well, yeah. maybe they're not. Check my fucking book. Uh, well, yeah, crack a book, genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I've got to be honest. I I came into this not being bothered at all about the show so no it's not something i was interested in as a kid and i thought well yeah i'll watch it because no all the stuff we talk about i'll watch a couple of episodes just to get no get myself back into it so mind myself what it was about i've got to say i really enjoyed it it's um, good isn't it Let's, I mean, as no, i say it's not amazing yeah I mean, don't get me wrong i mean i've read the book it's a long time since i've read the book but i've read the book i don't necessarily need to see the adaptation with cats in it but it no it was a good after no it was a good no, actually, a good hour and a half, but it's another time I watched a couple of episodes. Um, yeah, you know, it, it was a lot better. It was a lot more entertaining than I was expecting. Yeah, I think most things are made better with the addition of cats. Yeah. Aside from Cats, the musical, which would be far better if there were no cats and it just didn't exist. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> no cats and no music. That'd make it a brilliant show. Yeah, that would be excellent. Just silence for two hours. Yeah, I would could be live better that. than cats. I could live with um, that. I, as I say, I, I wasn't sure. I can't remember what my picks were and weren't now out of our original I said, Picks few, are probably fairly loose. I think it's one that you put on the list, but... It, quite possibly. You know, um, I, I wouldn't have just because I didn't... Quite possibly. So, so when it came up, I didn't realise it was mine, but I was nonetheless quite interested to watch it again. As I say, I already had done because I'd stumbled across it when we were looking for something else. I don't think it was Dog Tanyon because that was fucking ages ago now but i yeah. stumbled across and, and started having a look um and yeah it's, it's perfectly enjoyable i i guess it says something that it's one of the shows uh, like sometimes you watch these and i go right i want to watch more and i will go away and continue watching them until the next thing drops that we need to talk about and then they kind of swap out because yeah. i need to find time in my life to watch that other thing yeah so there are a few that i've seen all the way through i'm doing it with pokemon because pokemon really is fucking great everyone <laughs> i'm just reiterating that um but I suppose it's testament to this that I've actually found time. Like I'm, I've not sat down and watched blocks of episodes, but I found time to like throw the odd episode of this on. And yeah, I haven't sense. done that with anything else yet. I don't think. I've been like, oh, I've got twenty minutes. What shall I do? Oh, I'll throw Willie Fog on. Um, it's good. It's not. It doesn't set my world on fire. No. But it's I, good. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's it's perfectly good, and the story is interesting i don't i i hesitate to use the word exciting because like i say to me that there's not a great deal exciting anymore about just traveling around the world that's me that's my issue yeah and i think to be fair i mean it's if you were to, if you were to do that now or even if you were to do it as a film once i've condensed it right down 
there would need to be a lot more hook to it. There needs to be a lot more action. Whereas they relied a lot on the fact that it was all still a bit exotic. It was all still something that most people in its target audience would not have seen. Most parts of the world they'd never been to. So they were relying on that sort of spectacle. Surely when he got to Africa, though, they'd have been like, hey, it's a lion. Yeah. Like, I'm just... I'm... Yeah, and like, it, wouldn't it be more weird for him to be just like rocking around Carnaby Street? And they're like, "Well, the fuck's a lion in a suit doing walking down the street?" Yeah, I mean, we had and we discussed it when we were talking about um, D'Artagnan as well. The fact that horses were still horses, but yeah. the dogs were people. Yeah. Like when they got to the Far East, like elephants were still elephants. Yeah. So what what's wrong with elephants in this society? Yeah. Why are they not people too? So in like the BRB verse, there isn't even consistency between D'Artagnan and Willie Fogg. No. So what what the fuck? Like what's wrong with elephants? It's basically service animals, isn't it? If you're a service animal, you're fucked. Yeah. If you're a service animal, like you may as well be picking fucking cotton in this universe. Like yeah, you're true. You, you are fucked. Like yeah, I, yeah, it's just bizarre. But I think that that's part of the thing that except for dogs, dogs are service animals too, though. Or certain dogs are. Some are, um, and you never they see, get to talk. You never see any helper monkeys either. No, are there any monkeys? Don't remember. There may be. I mean, they do go to the jungle at one point, so maybe. Yeah, I I just I this one even more like dog tanning. I remember there being pigs and horses and mm. dogs, and cats and just all sorts this I just seem to remember the majority of things were a variation on a dog or a cat yeah I mean they were um, definitely lots of canine and feline influences you did get I think when they've gone further afield you did get slightly more exotic things but certainly when they were in England it was things things that were traditionally found in England like foxes and weasels and dogs and shit like that and lions because yeah, yeah we all see lions yeah. every fucking day don't we fucking hey um, but yeah it's 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 the sort of thing that they kind of went oh yeah well that makes sense and yeah okay he's a lion and that doesn't really tie in but yeah whatever lions are cool um, but yeah and then as you go further I mean um, as you had the elephant where you, uh, well, what was her name Romy um her, I think he was her husband when he died. He was the the Raj. Was it her husband? I thought it was her dad for some reason. I can't remember. Um, but whoever it was, like, they, you know, that was also set up very well. And that, that again, that was a bit different. Like, the way she dressed was very, um, it was very exotic and very different. And you'd see, yeah, no, I don't remember seeing that many female characters when they were in London in the first couple, in the first episode. But obviously, very different. No, because dressed. he's a bachelor. He's a renowned bachelor. He doesn't have time for females and girls' nonsense. Yeah, and true. I suppose the the reform club was you know, male only until 1981, so they yeah. wouldn't have any women there either. Um, but yes, I mean, again, it's it's just that sort of that something that's a bit different and a bit spectacular. And I think that's kind of what they relied on. Whereas now, again, kids are far more worldly and far more cynical. But you know, by the time they get to an age where they understand this, mm. so it doesn't really have the same appeal. For me, it was. Not a bad. No, I say I haven't watched it all, but it wasn't a bad retelling of the start of um, Brundle in Eighty Days. No, it's it's fairly decent. As I say, I've not I've not really read the book. I don't think, but you can tell that they're taking what they like. They're taking time to set this story up. Yeah, and I I have a fairly decent handling on the characters. Yeah, through, through experiencing it in other mediums, and they and they seem to do fairly well, aside from changing names, but. Yeah, I mean that's just, I mean that's unnecessary. I think for the, for the most part. Totally. Um, but yeah. But it's, I mean, it's not the end of the world. No, I mean, as I, I, I've got to say, I did enjoy it, and I wasn't expecting to. Yeah. No, it's it's good. Have a look, is what I would say. I mean, 
I'm not going to go go and pick this up immediately, you no. know, like like we have with some of them. Um, yeah, it's think, worth looking. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's free. You can get it. Yeah. You can get it as a legit version for free. You so why not? Yeah, you, you lose nothing apart from 25 minutes. Yeah. Well, tw- 23 if you skip the theme song, because you know, once you've heard it once. No, don't skip <laughs> the theme song. Um, you, you, the theme song is like a rite of passage. You have to endure that fucking singing to get to like, the good shit in the episode. Yeah, I did it once, and I was like, yeah, you know what? Stops at stops at one forty four. I'll just jump to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I thoroughly recommend it, which I'm very surprised that I didn't come into this thing, I didn't come into this week thinking that's why I was going to go yeah. with it. No, I, yeah, me too. Take take a look. As I say, it's not it's not been my favourite show that we've rewatched. Uh, it's been far from my least favourite, and that's kind of how I felt about it as a kid as well. So yeah, it's thoroughly decent. Just like good old Willie Fogg himself. Absolutely. Thoroughly decent chap. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so that's Around the World of Willie Fogg. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, by all means, I mean, um, we're always um, up for a chat, especially if people disagree with us because that just proves they're listening. Um, but yeah, you can find us on Facebook with the Double Down Podcast Network. You can find us on Twitter at SMPDPod. Um, you can go to our website, www.dtpodcast.net, where you can find this, our previous show, our previous episodes, our other shows as well. Um, but yeah, just so have a listen and get in touch. Until next time. See you later. All around the world we go together 